Tired of settling for less than the best with your team's dryland program? SwimStrong Dryland is the answer you've been looking for. With world-class dryland programming for every age group, customized to fit your team's needs, nutritional coaching and education centered on the latest evidence-based research, leadership training and character development to promote an athlete-driven culture, sports psychology education and mental skills training, coaches' corners to promote collaboration, data-driven performance analysis, and an unrivaled family of athletes, coaches, and teams, Fast Swimming starts here. We individualize training in the pool, so why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Barney of Barney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available, so go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. Oh, shit. <laughs> there it is, boys. We're up. Oh, good afternoon. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Down. Good afternoon. Good morning. Yeah. I get a text message uh, five minutes ago. Hey, we're going live in five minutes. Are you, are you up? Like, it's 6.30 in the morning in California, boys. What are you doing? Well, I love how <laughs> Nate's giving you stick like, oh, Brett's sleeping in. It's like 6.30. He's not sleeping in whatsoever. Unbelievable. It's like, oh, Brett's, ha Brett's having a sleep in today. Like we were just going to go without you. Seriously. I, I weren't going without you. Nate was like, I'm going on my own. I don't care about anyone. I'm just going live. I was like, no, no, we need, we need the main man. Oh man, got you're looking, fired. You're looking uh, bushy-tailed, bright-eyed. Looking good. Is this legit? We got, let's, we got Hunter in the chat. Let's pull Hunter in. He's up. He's awake. You know, he's out there. Well, if I mean, he's, he's in California, he's, it's six yeah, thirty for Hunter as well, right? He's probably in the pool right now. <laughs> Working on a spin drill. You think that's a fake Hunter Armstrong? I don't know. We, we get the fake accounts now, and now I, I'm suspect. Now I'm suspect. Mm. Is this the real Hunter? Though he looks good, I think I think this could be the real Hunter Armstrong. I hope so. You think that's the real Julian W? <laughs> Definitely the real Julian W. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, Eric Meyer tuning in. Hey Eric, what's going on? What's up, Eric? Eric's Eric, up. Eric. Good he's morning. On the, he's on the other side of the world. He's Did on you spell the right your name side. wrong. I thought it was a M E Y E R. No, no, that's him, mate. Hmm. All right, Sonny. There we go. Up. Tell me. me, had him to swim. There we go. See, Off told you. Practice basically in, in in the pool. See, we didn't need to plan a show. We just sit here and talk about people that are in the comments. What <laughs> 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 we need to do? Uh, oh my gosh, I love Check it. Look at that. Yeah. All right, Sonny. You were uh, you you. You were hanging out on deck at the AP Invitational, the inaugural Adam Peaty International Swim Meet. Sonny's famous, man. He was signing autographs out there. Yeah. Hey, this meet was awesome, right? This meet was awesome. Um, they, it was the first one put on. It was at the London Aquatic Center, which, if you don't know, is where the 2012 Olympics were held. It's a brilliant venue. Two 50-meter pools back-to-back. -back. And, you know, Adam Peaty and his events team were there organizing the event. Heats in the morning, finals in the afternoon, B finals, junior finals, and at 7 p.m., the main finals, they called them super finals. 
started. And it was just a great opportunity. Sold out crowd. Loads of noise. Great commentary. Um, loads of kids there just being able to mingle with all the stars. You know, Chad LeClaw was there. Arno Kaminga was there. Sidney Pickram was there. Tess Shooton was there. Lara Van Niekerk was there. Dylan Carter was there. There was more people there. And um, it was a fast meet. It was a fast meet, some really good swims. And it was a, just a great opportunity to give sort of uh, that that next level practice for that that more uh, lower level swimmer. Not lower level, the, the word's bad. People that may have not had that exposure before. If you won an event, you got straight out. John Mason interviewed you. You went to a VIP area where you took a load of pictures and signed autographs. Then you went to a mix zone and done some interviews. Um, and it was just a really cool experience. Uh, my lad Fritz won the 50 backstroke. He was on cloud nine. He literally had like swamps of people like the next day surrounding him, getting getting autographs. He didn't know what was going on. And it was just brilliant. Um, That's awesome. That's like my favorite part of the whole thing is, is you know, if you want an event, you get to go sign autographs. I mean, Fritzy's just like a teenager, right? He's, he's 18, you know. He's won some things in the UK, like, you know, local meets and regional champs. He's uh, He actually won the national German eight national champs for 17-year-olds last year. So he's won some cool things, but this was like his first big win. He beat people in the like the Loughborough National Centre, coached by Mel Marshall. So he beat some proper swimmers, and the crowd were going wild, and he 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 was on, he was on top of the world. It was brilliant. That is great. In a, in a real venue, too. Like, that's yep. what an experience. Yep. Um, yeah. So did you get to chat with uh, Adam Petey? I, I, I had some brief encounters with Adam. Um, he was, you know, he was full on. He was proper involved in the event. So if he wasn't commentating, he was doing the post-race interviews. He was oh. mingling with fans. He was mm. he was there all day. And he was, like, he was in the uh, electronics room making sure the event was running smooth, along with John Bailey, Ed Baxter, and a few others of his team. And, yeah, he was he was properly involved. Like he he was nonstop and he was wow. proper engaged. I mean, the pictures of him look like he's very fit. He looks well. He's got he a little looks, mustache. I mean, he looks really on. good. Yeah, nice little stash. Was Mel there? M Mel was the, so so. They're, they're, I don't know the ins and outs, but basically there was two meets on in the UK this weekend. There was the Glasgow International up in Scotland, and then there was this meet. Um, now, as far as I'm concerned, this was the meet to be at, right? Um, it was done properly. It was done properly. But funnily enough, there's two centers at, um, at Loughborough. There's uh, Dave Hemming's group. And they went up to Glasgow. Um, and also, like, Sterling were at Glasgow. So Duncan Scott, Joe Litchfield, Abby Wood, mm. there, James mm. Wilby. Yeah. They're all up in Glasgow. And then Mel brought her group. And um, Dave McNulty brought his bath group to London. So, you know, that's why Tom Dean was there. Um, who else? I'm missing people. Anna Hopkin was there. Anna Hopkin, yeah. Yeah. So we also had Matt Richards there. He's obviously representing Millfield now. He was real good on the weekend. Both him and Tom Dean and Matt Richards were real good. Matt Richards won the 148 1. Wow. Um, Tom yeah. Dean split 25 9 on the last 50 of his 200 to go 146 0, but 25 9 at the end of a 2 3. Wow. I think that's wow. moving. Wow. Yeah, that, that is, is moving. Uh, in season, that's really excellent. It's a good split. Yeah. Uh, he won the so. center IM, 158.00. Tom Dean did. Um, it'll be nice um, if they just, if those two meets aren't on the same weekend, then you can bring all those people back into the fold and then make that AP meet just like a little bit better because there's going to, you're going to have all your superstars 
Yeah, a bit of a shame they had both meets on at the same time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, that, that's everywhere, though. It just freaking happens, you know? It, we're not like the US, though, where you might have one meet on, like, one coast, another meet on the, you know, like, the UK is small, right? We, yeah. we, we, we don't have big meets happen often at all. So to put two international meets on the same weekend when we have two international meets in the entire calendar year is... It's a bit of a shame. It's a bit of a yeah. shame. Um, yeah, the UK is the size of South Carolina. I mean, we could have yeah. organized, some, you know, one meet in South Carolina for the weekend instead of two. Come on. And I, I think if all the stars that were at both meets were all in one meet, that's like a really cool meet. And it was a really cool meet. Um, biggest TV issues were there was no live stream of the AP meet. Yeah, the, that's true. Yeah. Where's the swim nerd, man? Yeah, could I could I just hook that up? Could have hooked up the swim. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the plan is because they're uploading the races to YouTube slowly. So they've filmed everything. They've got all the content with commentary, with mm. all the, the cuts, with all the, the you know the different camera angles, with the overlays. It's all there. It's just it's just we haven't seen it yet. Um what YouTube channels are going on? So I think it's the AP race channel. They've built a new YouTube channel for this this meet. Um oh, control the content. I like that. So and, and, and the, the, the real sad thing was that the Glasgow meet was actually on BBC Sport this weekend. So um, the Glasgow meet got better coverage. Mm. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just, just one click. So no big deal. Um, there were some Americans there, too. Paige Madden swam quite well, 157 and two free. You know, she yeah, had yeah. Took a little bit of time off. She wasn't feeling so good. She, you know, she's got Hajimoto's disease. Um, so it looks like she's back in the swing of things. I think she had a nice 402, like 408. That's not 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 too shabby. No, no. Katie Deloof was there, going back and forth with Anna Hopkin in the 50 and the 100. I think they trade blows a little bit. Yeah, there was far a finish on both them races. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, it looked like it was a nice meet. Oh, yeah. and uh, Dan Whiffen was there. Nate Nate Whiffen was there. Yep, the Whiffens. They were there. Man, 747. He was really happy with that. I mean, he said he was there really just trying to get that experience of going back to back with distance races because, you know, obviously Worlds is heat finals for the 15 and heat finals for the eight. So he, uh, day one, he's hit the 1500 up, 1457. Day two, he hit two 400s up. And then day three, he hit the, uh, the 800 up and was super stoked after all that racing to, to, to who, go that 747. Who beat him in the 400? Felix? Felix, Felix won that 348. Yeah, um, that's good. That's a good swim for him. Wow, that's Tom, really good swimming. Tom Greer asked, do we know if it's going to be an annual meet? I mean, I said thanks at the end for organizing it, and they said, we, we hope you're back next year. So I hope, yeah. I, I think I think it's going to be an annual event. At least they hope so. What was it like hanging out with uh, your boy Chad LeClaw again? Uh, great, great. Uh, you know, if you've spent time with Chad, you know he's a, he's a, he's a great character. He's a... Uh, He's hilarious and um, very charismatic, and it's yeah, it's fun. It's fun hanging out, and yeah, I'm going to see him a few in a few weeks' time. We're going to I'm taking two of my boys to Berlin for the German Nationals. Oh. They're representing Frankfurt, which is Chad's club. Uh, I'll be there as a coach for Frankfurt, so that's going to be really good fun. Cool, uh, heading over to Berlin in a few weeks, and we uh, I met quite a few of the uh, well, a few of the other Frankfurt boys, and one of them, Lucas Matsrev, hit a 59-0. Um, impressed. In, in, in the 100 breast, yeah. And it was, wow, what a swim. It's quick, um, too. 
I don't know. I put up a picture on Instagram. There was two German lads there. They're both 2.1 meters. And then my breaststroke of Cam is like 5'10". Um, it was just the most hilarious picture. And these these two boys ripped. Um, they went, one of them went 27-0, Lucas in the 50. And then the other one, Melvin, 27-1 in the 50. So some fast German breaststrokers at the moment. Second fastest uh, 100 breaststroke ever in German history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think just behind... Um... Fabian Schwingle, 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 You know, to be fair, to be fair to the Germans, I haven't even really felt a German team in years, have I? Like, you know, like you've, you've got a couple of swimmers here and there, but like what happened to the German team? They mm. just fell off the map. Like who's, who's running German swimming? Who's who's trying to get them back to where they were, uh, and and how are they doing it? Like, again, what happened to Germany? Like, they're they should be a powerhouse in swimming. Mm-hmm. You know, good good for them. They got a kid going fifty nine and flat in the hundred breast. Excellent. Well, but that's they're... like saying New Zealand got somebody to swim fast. Like, this is Germany. <laughs> you know, it's like one of the world's superpowers. Why are they not a superpower in swimming? They got some badass distancers, dude. They yeah, got, they got a couple of swimmers here and there is what I'm saying. But where's the German team is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about individual German swimmers here and there. But, like, what happened to the German team? Good question. Am I wrong, Sonny? Like, am, am I no. just making this up? No, they, they used to have relays, you know, challenge for medals at the Olympics. They're, they've definitely got a few stars. Lucas seems to be a star now. And obviously, Welbrock, uh, Sarah, and the other lad. What's the other lad? 400, Lucas Martins. Lucas Martins. They've got, you know, they've got a few guys, but yeah, a few. Maybe guys. we can put a team together for for Paris then, and uh, we can contend for some real medals at the Olympics. I want yeah. to see the German team walk onto the pool deck and act like a team. I want to see them contending for medals. I want to see them, you know, in in the. I want to see people talking about the German team again, not just uh, one swimmer here or one swimmer there. You know. If there's a four by eight hundred free relay, they got it. That is very true. I mean, they're they're golden. Sorry, someone just put Florian and Wellbrook. Yeah, I was like the same club. I was Florian, like, aren't they the same person? That's like saying Brett and Hawk do the podcast <laughs> every, every Monday slash Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's got to be the same person, doesn't it's it? A little uh, typo. Is it Oscar. is it Nate and Swim Nerd's birthday today? It was yesterday. Yes. Oh, it was Nate's birthday yesterday? Yes, sir. 39, baby. Big 39. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, Nate. Sorry I missed that. You You didn't even announce that to anybody. It was your birthday. You just kept that one quiet. I was was in the Outer Banks all weekend. We partied for like multiple days with all all these family and friends we had out there, all these little kids. We couldn't go to the beach because it was like 30-mile-an-hour winds and 60 degrees and rain. So we just partied inside the whole time. It was great. I had a great time. Nate's birthday is the 30th of May. Everybody remember that now. 5.30 okay, twice a day, every are you day. Gonna, are you going to celebrate next year like the uh, Adam Petey meet? you going to come back next year and do it again? Do the big 4-0. It's <laughs> oh, kind of wow. crazy to think I'm, I'm, I'm breaking in. I'm breaking 40. into – I'm almost in Brett's age group now. 40 <laughs> next year. And welcome to the club. Come in. Come and come join on us. Yeah, I'm gonna, join it's kind of nice, you know, because as a master swimmer, you're going to rank up and be the young guy in, the, in that age group. So we'll see. 
You know the problem is when you join when you get in your forties, you got to start working on your biceps. Look at Thanks, those Dad. bad boys for 40, 48 tomorrow. Oh no, no, Friday actually. Forty eight. Look at that. I think Jeez. I got to go get this rotator cuff surgically repaired first. Something's wrong with it. <laughs> I can't freaking slip anymore. Hey, listen. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, back you. to back to the South African friend one one more time. Sorry, I, I had to come back to this. Uh, Chad Leclerc. I randomly see some article that's out there that's saying Chad Leclerc has claimed that he's going to win gold next year. Why is that popping up in my feed? I'm not paying any attention to it, which is why you can tell I've got no concept of like when it happened, how it happened. I just see it pop up and I'm like, I just ignore it as if like he really wouldn't have said that. Did he guarantee that he was going to win gold next year in Paris? I mean... I, I saw the article. Uh, I didn't actually re read it and see what the quote was, but uh, <laughs> I didn't either. You know, Ch Ch Chad backs himself. Chad backs himself, and if he's if he's going to swim, he wants to win. So I, I believe he would have said it. Um, well, no doubt about that. But he, did he did he guarantee he was winning gold in Paris? Is what I'm trying. I love to it, at. man. I, got I, no I didn't see the that. quote, but like, yeah, he he believes. He believes, and you know, look. You know, Brett. If if you're not truly believing that you can do something, then what 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 you're playing at, right? Like, no, I think to... we all believe that, and we all know that we're going in believing that. But we don't come out and say we're guaranteeing that we're winning gold. Like that's a that's a different level, isn't it? I I, I think so. But like that's that's the mentality. Dan, Dan Whiffin's the same. Like I chat with Dan Whiffin, and he said it, he said I heard Dan Whiffin say in his pre-race interview after winning the fifteen hundred this weekend, he said. I'll be going to Worlds and I'll break the world record. Like, I love it. He's not, he's not I'm saying... In. I'm all in. He's not saying I'm going to win. He's saying I'm breaking the world record and winning. At Worlds. At Worlds. Can't wait. Wow. wow. Like, okay. Or maybe swimming's I mean, turned a corner. Maybe we're going into the MMA stuff. I was just going to say, did you see the Conor documentary that came out? Conor McGregor? I did. I, did. I watched it. I yeah. mean, he the, the whole time, he's just manifesting... Mm. You know, in the early days, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the the champ. You know, yeah, he kept yeah. saying it over and over again. Mm. And, Maybe these uh, guys watched it and they 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 started to manifest. Could be. I I, I was talking to uh, George Bavel on the weekend, and he he brought up mm. 2004, mm. and he said that apparently before the uh, the Athens Olympics, Kosuke Kitajima said. Uh, if I don't win the hundred breaststroke, I'm never returning to, to to Japan. I don't know if you remember that. You was obviously at that Olympics, Brett. But uh, I mean, it kind of sounds like a pretty Japanese thing to say. Yeah. Well, he said it in Japanese, so I couldn't I couldn't fully couldn't understand it. But uh, <laughs> but if he if someone had have translated it for me, I would have told him like. But he ended up winning, right? So he's able he, to he go home. Up, That's and good. he done it again in Beijing. So uh, yeah. he got to return home <laughs> twice. <laughs> I hopefully it. didn't say it in london <laughs> yeah touche i don't know like no, that, that's all stuff though it, it it's got to work to a degree right you gotta you gotta back yourself somewhere oh yeah but you know i, I think go, look there's enough pressure at the olympic games as it is and there's and there's enough like ev everybody's there at their best. Like it's very hard to guarantee a win at the Olympic Games. It's hard enough to get one. It's hard, it, but but guaranteeing one is a whole another level of just uh, making life difficult for yourself. You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just look at last year's Commonwealth Games. Sure. Hey, what about uh, what about uh, Roland? Roland's going, baby. 
Roland Schumann is going to the World Championships. He got himself the B cut, and um, they pulled him into the team. I don't know much about the uh, the team criteria of getting in. Sounds like there was a couple of people who had some B cuts, but they ended up choosing Roland, and uh, good for him. Like, what what is it? Twenty two years later, that he's going to go back to the same venue and in compete. His 40s? I was racing against him in that race when he when he ended up getting the bronze medal. I think I ended up fifth in that race. He got me by a couple of places in that one, but um, I couldn't imagine. Like as 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 much as I like to say my arms are looking good right now, I can't imagine racing twenty two years later. I can't imagine racing right now at the World Championships. I mean, hats off to him. You know, whatever you say about uh, how he got there or should he be there, like man, what a what a story, just the fact that he's on the pool deck 22 years later racing at the same meet. I mean, representing his country. I mean, the, some of those kids on the team with him, they weren't even born. <laughs> no. They just weren't born. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Wow. They weren't even born when he was winning. Peter Kotzea was born in 2004, I'm pretty sure. Oh, crazy. Wow. Congratulations, Roland, mate. Uh, happy for you. Um, Cheers. 2004, yeah. May 2004, Peter was born, and he's there on that team. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah. What do we say? What do we say makes the makes the semifinal swim? What gets Roland a second swim? Probably 21, 23, two. Oh, he's going for the 50 fly. Or he's going for the 53. He can't swim the 53. He got. I think he got the B cut, but Peter got the A cut. Oh. Um, I mean, if Peter doesn't swim it, then. But then I've heard rumors on Pool Deck this weekend that none of Rocco's guys, except Tatiana, is going to World Champs this year. Except really? Tatiana. Yeah. Wow. Well, but I just I don't that, see Peter that, and Matt that also have something to do with this. You know, like oh, yeah. they gotta all pay their own way. No, right? no, this year they're getting funded as well. No, no way. First, first time in like a couple decades. I mean, That's all the swimmers are kind deal. of saying we'll, we'll believe it when we get when we, we get a ticket they, provided to us. Do they get they, named to the worlds? So the, the team's been selected, and it includes all of Rocco's guys. But yeah, allegedly, I mean, this is just what I heard from talking to some of the South Africans this weekend. Um, there he is. Yeah, That's the Rock cool. Dog. I'm a big fan of the Rock Dog. He he loves golf. I had to buy him a putter <laughs> um, that you couldn't get in South Africa. No. I don't know. It was one of the one of the golf clubs, and I I got it shipped to my dad. My dad brings it to Commonwealth Games, and the man is so happy he's got this golf club. Um, he loves it. Loves the golf, Rocco. The Rock Adrian club. Crawford, uh, a British man, well, uh, South, South African, African British uh, resident. <laughs> no, one of our good friends here. He just texted us. He said they have to pay thirty eight thousand each. I don't know that's what's thirty eight. That's got to be thirty eight thousand South Rand. African rand. Yeah. Is it rand? Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? 25 uh, bucks? It's 25 rand to a British pound at the moment. So uh, I can't go off to the maths. I'm going to ask. So it's I'm a quarter. Gonna... What's a quarter of 38K? 2,000 bucks. It's 2,000 bucks. 10,000 pounds. No, that's Saudi reals. 2,000 no. American dollars. Two okay, grand. Go. I got to pay two grand. Um, well, okay. Rocco Merring is typing, by the way, as we sit here. He's typing back. We've got we're gonna time. Get, we're going we're to get word from Rocco. Tell us exactly if his team's going to Worlds. Maybe Rocco's watching this right now. I don't know what he's doing. Well, hey, Rock Dog, if you are. Um, but I know he's I know he's typing right now because my, my 
my my thing tells me. Boop, boop, talk it's me. probably at workout. Um, really? What time is in South Africa right now? It's got to be like four o'clock or something. Mm. Okay. What else have we got going on while Rocco keeps typing? What are the dates of German nationals in Berlin? Fourth to the ninth of July. If you're in Germany, come through. Is your, one... boy... oh. is your boy Fritzy? Is he German? He's German. Yeah, yeah, he's German. Oh, no way. That, that, that's why we're doing it. So um, Fritz always goes back for Germany. He's only lived in the UK for five years, so he's, he's a full German resident. Um, yeah, he's come over to the UK at 13 years of age. And I was just talking to uh, Sheila. Um, she was staff at Energy Standard. She was our team manager. She works with Frankfurt, which is one of the reasons Chad's there. And um, I was talking to her about maybe getting Fritz signed up with Frankfurt. And she said, well, you know, if, if you commit to Frankfurt, we'll, uh, we can bring you into the team. She wanted Cam as well because, you know, the breaststroke lad I have. And she's going to, yeah, bring us all over and we're going to be all representing Frankfurt. So it's super cool. fun. That is fun. Eric, oh, Eric cool. has asked, any yeah. word of advice for a parent that the child that has a child that performs well in practice and struggles at meet? That's a good one, Brett. Oh, are you work with, with kids? This is no, your, this no, is your no, wheelhouse, just, mate. No, <laughs> you, you go for this one. <laughs> Me first. Um, yeah. Well, how do you know that they perform well in practice? Are they telling you that? Or is the coach telling you that? Um, do they actually perform well in practice? No, I've had this. I've had, I've had teammates and I've had athletes that I've seen that do really well in practice um, and not perform well at meets. They, they can't translate it. Uh, it seems to be that in practice, they have a different mentality. They put a lot of pressure on themselves at meets. And so what I would say is find ways to remove the pressure because the pressure is ultimately the thing that's holding them back. Their, their own expectation, your expectation as a parent, whatever, whatever outside influence they're putting in themselves that is manifesting in their body that is then maybe it's a competitor maybe they, they maybe they love beating this person in practice but as soon as it comes to a meet they don't have the same confidence and so there there are many factors that can play into this it's generally what i'm saying is it's psychological that's basically what i'm saying it's not a physical thing you've got to get to the root of the psychological issue so maybe what i would suggest here is go and work with a sports psychologist because it's it's almost hundred percent of the time a psychological issue not a there's there's nothing physical about it right like obviously they can do well in practice so there's no reason why they shouldn't but the reason is it's a psychological issue so you got to get to the root of that is what i would say sonny you got anything else on that i i think the mental aspect as brett covered is, is hugely important i also think there's one other little thing and i've got a ladder coach at the moment he's like He's a 200 breaststroker, super skinny, uh, super fit lad. And he's the kind of guy that can like rep, push 200 breasts within like five seconds of his best. He's fifth, uh, 16 and he can just go and go and go. Um, and sometimes when he gets to a meet, like he just doesn't, uh, he doesn't warm up properly. And I don't mean as in like um, he doesn't get in and do a warm up, but like, He'll warm up ages before his race and he'll sit around just getting cold and he'll go up to his race in a pair of shorts. So I just think like that, that, that preparation routine. So if you've got a swim down facility, maybe go and get in there a little closer to your race, um, you know, hop out your pool, get a hoodie on, keep yourself really warm and, and, and get ready to go. I think that's an underestimated thing for some, some kids who are good at practice. 
yeah. I think a lot of people need a lot more warm up than they actually do as well. You know, mm-hmm. like a 500 or an 800, that's not like it might take 1500. It might take 2500, you know, depending on what. Well, they're, what and part of that is psychological too. So if they, if they, if they do well in practice, give them things that they do in practice to make them feel comfortable at the meet. And generally that is like longer warmups, like you're talking about doing some type of set that gets their heart rate going because that's familiar to them. So like, yeah, you got to give them that familiarity of like feeling like, Hey, this is just another practice, right? Like, so again, it's psychological, but you got to build in these things that make them feel comfortable. So, and maybe just a little bit more race simulation in practice. You know, a lot of times we just, we're, pushing off we're doing reps we're doing reps we're doing reps and it's not like hey we're getting on the blocks we're you know and we're actually doing the event that we're going to race you know right yeah that's key too i like that uh we just got word from rocco okay here's his text message he says uh are you asking if south africa is going to enter a team for worlds the answer is yes south africa is going am i sending swimmers there yes only tatiana and emma celius Chelius. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, my other qualifiers can't go due to important academic exams, such as Peter Kotze and Kaylin Corbet. Those two yeah. are not going to go. They've got exams at the same time, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, I, can't I'm, you just like, can't you push those around? Those around? Yeah. I'm trying to become a world champion here. Y'all mind if I take this exam a little bit early? Yeah, it says others are rather being sent to world student games uh, because they have a better chance to be competitive at the meet. So he's basically taking some of those kids and sending them to world unis because they That's got a better China. chance. Mm-hmm. That's in China. Yeah. And America's so, not going. But they, so, they yeah. are, but people are going for America. I, I think some people are going that if they want to fund themselves, yeah. I saw some GoFundMes. Yeah, I saw uh, that, yep. So, so that's the that's the situation with Rocco's group. A couple of people got exams, a couple of people going to a different meet for a better chance to compete, and then a couple of them are going to win some medals. So yeah. Makes sense. I know it's Peter's matric year, which is pretty important over in South Africa. And you know, he's got ambitions to go to Cal, so he probably needs to knuckle down and get decent results. Mm. Also, like what I really like about the Rock Dog is he's so focused on the Olympics. So like oh, everything's yeah. everything's about that meet next year in, in in Paris, and he wants to set his athletes up in the way that they can perform the best there. I sent him a little photo of us. He asked he asked me why we why I'm asking. I told him we're doing a live show right now talking about him. So Rock, yeah, there uh, you go, mate. Breaking news: <laughs> Former swimmers looking for a way to give back to the sport in New York City. Reach out to Imagine Swimming. Since 2002, they've been the premier learn to swim school with international and American staff, including Olympic champions Anthony Irvin and Eric Vent. Imagine Swimming offers infant to adult classes, plus competitive team options, water polo, and an artistic swimming club coached by an Olympic silver medalist. With flagship locations across Manhattan and Brooklyn, Imagine is always looking for the next generation of swimmers to pass on their knowledge and passion for swimming. Swim Angelfish. Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. 
Apply for an only alpha pool product scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply. All right, uh, speaking of breaking news, we got some more stuff. Uh, Mike Bottom has retired. Hail to the king, man. Uh, what, a, what a career. Good for him. Legend. I had a very tough time competing against him and his athletes as a swimmer. Uh, always hated the fact that they were going to be race ready. You know, it was very tough to compete against a Mike Bottom swimmer as an athlete. And then I didn't really know him that well. And then getting to know him as a coach and, and uh, you know, just all the respect in the world. He would always come up to me on the pool deck and uh, ask me how I'm doing, ask me how things are going, ask me how the family is. You know, he's always just a really good person, but always had the respect of his athletes. Ultimately, you know, they, they could look in his eyes and know that he believed in them a hundred percent. So yeah. Uh, he's put in a good stint at Michigan, didn't he? But, um, what a career. Years. 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, his list of swimmers is like silly. And when you go back and like when I was coming up, I used to watch everything that came out of the race club, you know, cause mm. Mike bottom was down there and everyone was down there, even like a skinny six foot six, Nathan Adrian was down there like doing boxing moves in these videos and and he no one even knew who who that guy was at the time. Uh when I think I sent you guys a, this super old video yesterday and it was covering the race club. It was from 14 years ago exactly to the day yesterday. So it was 14 years old. Mike Gustafson was the the host of this little video and it was awesome. And you get to see like how they're how they're interacting with the Gary Hall juniors of the world. I mean, this guy coached Gary Hall jr. Anthony Irvin, uh, Nathan Adrian, like all these sprint superstars. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like for, for me, he really like put into my head, like the three types of freestyle, you know? And I, I found an, I found this awesome playlist that someone put together of all of his drills and a lot of interviews and stuff that's on the newsletter. So if you, I'm, I guarantee I haven't looked at it yet, but I guarantee when we put in awesome stuff like that, it's like the most clicked thing. So if you if you miss that, go go to swimspam.com and click on the first article and scroll down to the mic bottom part, and there'll be a, a link. And it is awesome, really really unique drills. Um, hopefully, some of you you've never done before that you know might help you out. Yeah. I don't think it's done though. I mean, it's, this guy like you know. Well, we've talked about this the the beat down that head coaching has on you over time. It's just tough. Like, like, you know what I think Mike bottom would probably appreciate is a good month off, right? Like take a month off. You've just done 15 years as the head coach, have a month where you don't have to worry about falling behind in recruiting, having to talk to anybody, having to pick up the phone, having to solve any problems, have a month where you can just go and enjoy your family, go somewhere like, like literally have a month, you know what I mean? But you can't do that. Like you're the head coach of Michigan. You're getting paid a, a good salary and there's expectation that you've got to hold this thing together and keep it rolling and go from NCAAs to, to nationals to, to the world championships to like roll on to the next thing and go into the next thing and recruit and recruit and recruit and recruit. You can't have a month off. I bet you if, if, if Michigan said to Mike Bottom right now, hey, listen, instead of retiring, Take a month where you can just go and do whatever you want and nothing's going to happen. You won't fall behind in recruiting. No one's going to get in trouble. I bet you'd take that. You know what I mean? Like, But head coaches these days can't afford to have a month off. And so they just roll into the next season 
and they're just burning people out, you know? Yeah, That's it's right. harder now than ever before, especially when you're in Michigan. <clears throat> it's I, I, I just think it's really hard to recruit there, you know? Probably well, pretty yeah. easy to recruit to Arizona State when it's – you can it's swim outside. To, it's honestly, degrees. let's be honest. It's hard to recruit anywhere. Recruiting's tough, right? It's competitive. And you've got like five or six people that you're all going after. You know, like the, the top talent is the top talent, right? Like, it's not like there's a hundred kids that can do what the top five kids can do. You know what I mean? Like the, the top five is the top five. And, and they're all going for them. And so no matter who you are, you're constantly recruiting. And, and here's the other thing that you have to understand about recruiting is, this 17-year-old three years ago was 14. They don't know who Mike Bottom is. They don't know who yeah. Bob Bowman is. Like, they didn't grow up knowing what we know. They're just kids. And so you constantly have to remind these kids who you are. Hey, I'm Mike Bottom. I used to coach Anthony Irvin. Who's Anthony Irvin? Never heard of him. You know, it's like, so like you, you're constantly telling these kids, like you're selling your resume every single year. Um, so... Yeah, uh, recruiting's not easy. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I think it's tough for everybody, but um, I think it's yeah. way tougher in Michigan. It's tough in Michigan. Yeah, it's it's tougher in Michigan. Yeah, for sure. But Mike Bottom could do with a month off. I'd bet you he'd take it. But uh, there's there's no one offering that. I don't think. But we'll we'll have to call him up and get him on the pod. Yeah, I'd like to get him on the pod. You know, uh, why not? Oh, Harry? there you go, Eric's. Let's get him on the pod. What else happened? Anything else in swimming? We got we got some Australian championships coming up. The the Aussies are just simmering right now. A lot of a lot of internet talk about hey, it's taper time, taper time. I'm gonna go fast in taper time. Now it's time to rest. Now it's time to go fast. The Aussies are just simmering back home, man. We got some stuff coming down the pipeline. Gonna be fun. Yeah, we got um. This June's gonna be jam packed. I'm really excited for both Aussie and American nationals. I think it's going to answer a lot of questions and, mm. you know, it's sure. going to be a bit of who's there, who's not there. It's going to be a bit of who's mm. fast, who's not fast. You know, there's mm. comebacks. There's people who have been out for a bit. You know, it's, it's – I think American-Australia trial is always the most exciting as well because nothing's a given to make a team. You know, mm. British trials, you can almost predict who makes the team. You know, like, it's it's – it's close, but not that close. There's a separation right. between the top two and the next five guys. Whereas in America, there's 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 not separate. There's eight guys in the hundred freestyle that can make it. There's you know eight girls in the hundred backstroke that can go sub minute. You know, like it's there's so much. Same on the, the women's side of Australia. Like who's going to make that relay team? Who's going to make that individual spot? You know, people talk about Molly O'Callaghan could win the hundred freestyle at Worlds, but she has to beat Emma McKeon and Kate Campbell in the individual. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. at trials to even go on and win the meet. So and Shana Jack, and Shana Jack. Sorry, I'm, I'm not you know not discrediting anyone, but yeah, there's a lot. There's just a there's, lot. There's a lot on the line at these trials meet, and it's really going to shape up. Well, ultimately, who ends up winning world champs? Yeah, yeah. I, th I think for at least on the American side, the thing I'm, I'm always there's always going to be some teenage kid that pops, you know, and then boom, they make their first meet, and now they're on the scene. Now people are going to start to know their name, and um, I think I think I think that Shackle girl, this could be her meet, and that Shackle lad, and the Shackle lad, <laughs> and the Shackle lad. <laughs> yeah, he's he good. Won fifty-five two fly last year. He won Junior Pan Packs one fifty-five eight. The Shackle lad, 
And, um, and he's great to under freestyler, which, you know, has, there's more spots. Maybe he can get in the finals and touch six, then boom, now he's on, made a relay or whatever. But and, uh, his dad, and his dad was my roommate in college. Yep. I'm going to call him up. I'm going to ask him, what's going on with the kids? Are they making it? What's happening? Sonny called him the shackle lads. What's happening? Here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, the other thing is uh, on the women's side in America, other than Abby Weitzel, the sprint side is like up in the air. N no one's. Simone Manuel racing? I'd expect so. I think so, yeah. She, she she looked a little better. She looked a little better than the last pro series. She's still got a long way to go. But what's she go? What's she go this time? I want to say four midish. Four five. Uh, it's getting better. Yeah, getting better. She's getting better. It's probably like twenty fifth in Australia. That's pretty. It's getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? Did you? I, I don't. I don't really spend too much time on this. I gave this. I gave this thing one chance. This. Uh, this um, fake you know, adjusted time, this fake adjusted time thing. I looked at it, Julian. I did look at it. I looked at the 53 and it said, if Caesar Cielo didn't have a suit on, he would have gone 21 six and he went 21 seven. 21 seven. Yeah. I was like, it's so stupid because Caesar won 2009 worlds in a suit, but then he won 2011 and 2013 without a suit. So, like, we already know what he could have done without a suit. He won Worlds twice after this. Actually, you know what? He may have won in 2015 as well. Did he win four times in a row? Can we can we get some confirmation on this? I think yeah, I think Caesar on. won 2011, 2013. Did he win 15 as well? He won Rome 500. He won 50 fly 53 11, and he won 50 fly 53 at 13. But, okay, yeah. I was so, still the medal in Budapest, but he didn't win. Right, okay. So what, what were the winning times in 11 and 13 in the 53? So in 2011, he won the World Championships in 21-5-2. Okay. Uh, and then in, in 2013, he won in 21.32. Yeah, very, very nice okay. time. Okay, so the adjusted time here that they put up, hey, if Caesar had a swam, you know, without a suit on, he would have gone 21-7. He won in 21-3 without a suit, you morons. So your whole adjusted suit <laughs> thing just went out the window. Like, you're idiots. Like, I gave it, like, five seconds of, like, my time. So there's your answer to that one, Julian. The whole thing was a joke because all you have to do is prove Caesar won in 21-3 without a suit. Idiots. Next. Hey, Sonny, you got a big meet this weekend. Yes, the British Masters Championships up in Sheffield. Um me and the lads, we're racing all five relays. No individuals, just the relays, um, which means that's the 4x50s, the 4x100s, but also, quite terrifyingly, the 4x200 freestyle relay. Um, You're doing that? Are you filming this? Oh, we're filming it. We're, uh, we're, 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 the project is all five British records um, in the 100-plus oh. category. And there's even a couple of European records on the line, like Mm. For the four by two, if we have to go one fifty nine two average to get the, uh, the the British record, but we only have to get a one fifty nine zero average to get the European record. So is this long I've course? Got... <laughs> it's long course. <laughs> oh <laughs> goodness, that's quick, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's quick. I know. One fifty nine flat to get the European. That's quick. They got, got a one. We got a one fifty flat ringer, right? We, we, our, our team on our team on paper is 150, two 154s, and then me, 202. Oh, uh, you're the you're the 
dog at the back. I'm the chump. <laughs> I'm the chump. Who's the 150? Who's on the front? Um, my, my, my good friend Reg Lloyd's from with him since uh, god 2010. Used to date is my Reggie, sister. Is Reggie in oh. 150? Is he in form? 150 form? It, look, I believe Reggie is in. He's not been 150 since because you're not in 202 form, you're in like 208. So, Reggie, better <laughs> stop, be. stop, stop it. Stop. <laughs> oh, Reggie, Reggie better be in 148 form if you're on the back end of this thing. <laughs> Well, you dated your sister and broke up with her. And you're still friends with him. Oh, this is when they're like 16. He's, oh. he's a good lad. He's a good lad. Look, he went on holiday to Portugal last week, so if, I, I believe he's tapered. Oh, um, yeah, God, he's on holiday in Portugal. He's That's eating good. those little. That's he's good. eating those little pastries in Portugal. He's not in 150 form. I, I told him to go and get some sessions of Jogo Ribeiro in, but Jogo is in Gloria in Turkey, so he actually just went the week off. He didn't get any sessions of Jogo. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Could have done that. Uh, the World Cup Open Water was down there this weekend too. I'm sure that would have been brilliant, Brett. Yeah. Talking to Masters, I, I I want Brett. I want this is a project I seriously want. Brett Hawk Masters World Record twenty three five five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have you seen my Instagram lately? Have you seen me in the water? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm back, baby. Sculling. Yeah, a little polo drill, little sculling, little polo yeah. drill. Actually, you look like you still got it, dude. Like riding a bike. <laughs> He's got it. He's just there. Honestly, he looks powerful and there. I, I, I wouldn't want to go up against him in a four by two. <laughs> you should have seen the behind the scenes of me recording these videos. I, it was like it's freezing cold. I jump in the pool. I say, "We're doing one take. You got one take on this. Hurry up." I do my head up. I do my little skull. I do my thing. I'm I'm recording all these videos. It takes me literally like seven minutes. I'm in and out of that water. That was my comeback. So yeah, you got to shrink down though. Now though, Brett, you know you got to try to get svelte. You know, like all these you can't young shrink these. Look, yeah, how do you shrink this? How do you shrink get... those things? I don't even get in camera anymore. Look at that. Look at the definition on those. Oh my gosh, Nate, you're completely wrong. He needs to stay as wham as he is, and he is just going <laughs> to surf wham. over the water. That's what did you say? You've worked out every day this week. I have worked out every day. Yeah, I'm doing this little, uh, these little circuits. You go, you go at four thirty in the afternoon. The circuits go for forty five minutes, and you go in and get a little whack and come out feeling good. So I'm going to keep it going. Why not? You know? Body pump. I'm forty eight on Friday, mate. I've got to, I've got to cross that threshold. I'm creeping up onto the fifty. Nate was talking about the forties. I'm creeping into the fifties soon. So got to keep this thing intact. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Wham. Wham. I don't know. Uh, Wham. Isn't that uh, who's who's the lead singer of Wham? <laughs> no idea. No idea. No, it was the, it was yeah. You do you know it was um. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. George Michael. George. Yeah, Michael, George yeah. Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're calling me George <laughs> you Michael <did> Hall? <laughs> he did know. Yeah, exactly. Uh what else, boys? Is that it? I think that's it. I think we're there. Yeah, we're there. Seven thirty-one. We did well. It's good. All right. I, I love the little self-affirmations after. Good job, guys. Nice show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good job. Nice yeah, show. why not? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, next time we're gonna wing it. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, just cold turkey. Click, click the button. Go live. Click it. Boom. We're it's, we're in. Today's a Wednesday. We just randomly dropped this on a Wednesday. Well, you know, what? like it's, Monday was a holiday. I was at a meet on Monday, and I'm like, am I going live? Like, the boys haven't messaged me. And then yesterday, you're just like, hey, we're going live tomorrow. I'm like, cool. Love it. <laughs> yeah, why not? 
Oh, I got a message seventeen minutes ago. So no, 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 no. <laughs> you literally set the time last night before you went to bed. You're the one that said, "Sonny, what time do you want to do it?" Sonny was like nine. You were like, "Perfect, no problem." Uh, uh, <laughs> no, uh, no problem. You said nine o'clock. It's not nine o'clock. We were about to just go live without you, anyways. Um, let me ask you this, Sonny. Did, did you get like a new setup, a new camera setup, or something? I saw your dad holding something there. I, I did. I've not. The gimbal's actually still at home because Dad's going to come down and watch this weekend, and I got to train yesterday, so I've not actually got it. But I got. I've got the best gimbal, the best camera. Got the new wow. mics. Cool. I'm really trying to push making good videos. So I'm you're trying. going into real content creation now. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Good for you, mate. I I, I really want to. Yeah. Up, up what I'm doing, and I don't know. Like maybe in the coming years, I'd like to go and spend spend some proper time with some 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 proper programs and make some really cool content. You know, like like what we saw back 14 years ago at the race yeah. club. Um, 100. I, I don't I don't think there's been like high level content on swimming for a long time, and I, I'd really like to do it. Mate, come out to California. You got yeah. a bed right here. I'll put you in a bed. You know, you're welcome anytime, mate. Come over. No, no. What? One million percent. I'm going to come visit you soon, Brett. One million yeah. percent. All right, that's on. Perfect. All right, guys. Sniff Beautiful. Bye. Catch you, mate, guys. Vasa has been the go-to training tool outside of the pool for over 30 years. Vasa's products are ideal for developing power and proper technique in your swimmer's catch. Add a few Vasa trainers to your pool deck and it's like adding an extra lane to your swimming pool. Go to vasatrainer.com, use code BREAD at checkout and get 10% off anything from Vasa. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, -T, at checkout destromachines.com